Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty Podcast. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Stuck Too Tall Thompson, something like that. Yeah, it's my first time back, so. It's been a while. I don't know how to I. how do you word? I don't know how do to you, word. Okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We can do it. Speaking of being Charles Chuck's stuck too tall something Thompson, how was it being stuck down there at the Mexican border? Did you get to stay in a $60,000 hotel room? Yeah. you were there? Yeah, for free. Yeah. $72,000. $72,000 yeah, hotel room. Good. Sorry. I hear those. they're giving those out for free these so, days. So. Sorry for people who don't know you. I forgot part of my job was to, to introduce the other person on the... This, oh, is a, yeah. this is a microphone, right? I'm your guest. You have to yeah. introduce me now. Oh, I'm the guest. You're the... Okay. Yeah. It, it's Nate, the one who knows just about everything there is to know, but not everything. Paul Thurston. That was pretty good. That is my given Christian name. So thank you for back into the groove here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you had a nice little vacation. I did. And I it did. was fun. You yeah. were very tan. I am. Or you might be here soon if this doesn't all just peel off. (laughs) (laughs) If you're watching on video, I don't know what it looks like. I haven't even looked in the mirror today. But we had a a great time. We went deep sea fishing. We rented a yacht. Um, We went to some nice bars. We uh, did ATV in. That was a lot of fun. That's like one those types of things are like my favorite. And I've decided. And maybe I just had a bad experience. So I probably will try it one more time. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I, I decided that, you know, deep sea fishing isn't for me. Uh, I liked fishing, Yeah, but I, maybe I just didn't have a, I didn't have a great experience there. Well, you've had a lot because other times you end up losing your gun safe. Like exactly. you, you've had some very bad experiences when you were out fishing before. Yeah. So those boats, they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. They are very, very dangerous boats. Hey, so, everyone's in the Patreon group hanging out. Hopefully. Uh, let's see. I just sent Todd a message. I hope Todd figures this out, but it's time to come over to the private discord. I'm not going to tell you guys about it. We're not going to do an ad. No. As usual. Yeah. We do not do ads about our Patreon group or supporting the show or joining on the private discord where we can all chat in all these different channels mm-hmm. at all times. There's, there's no time to tell anyone about that. No, we got to okay. get right into it. Yeah, so I'll be inserting an ad. That way it saves everyone who is listening to the podcast right now live. It's going to save them time because we're not going to talk about the Patreon group. That's right. At all. Mm -hmm. So, Charlie, while you were gone, some bad stuff happened. And then you came back. Sure did. Yeah. I'd actually recommend you not leaving anymore. From what I can tell, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad for everyone. Yeah. I'm literally just now catching up on everything that's been happening. It's like, whoa. It was better on vacation, right? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I I thought vacations when you went somewhere and and you never come back. You know, that's what I learned. That's what mama told me. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah. When she was, you know, knocking the raccoons (laughs) off the porch with a broom. (laughs) That's what she told me. But uh, look, I literally found out about the first shooting that was reported because there's uh, obviously shootings happening every day, but the first one that was reported as a mass shooting that took up a lot of news time. Um, literally I found that out yesterday that the Atlanta shooting happened happened. And then I guess yesterday, another one happened. I had no idea. Still. I, I literally just looked at the news for the first time in the last 15 minutes. And what I think is kind of funny is that in the time that you learned about the shooting, we talked about the push for gun control. 
you bought an AR-15. Sure did. During that time. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, because look, they <laughs> they have control of everything. And so now, uh, I mean, it's going to get lost in shipping. So it's not even going to make yeah. it to my house. Probably. Yeah, it's not in your possession. And no. It probably never will be. Probably never will be. No. But you have to think about with them having control, they're going to obviously push for this and there's going to be some stuff passed and it's not going to be good for liberty. I, I just know it. That's a general rule. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not, you could say that all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, you know, we, are, uh, we, we have this channel now that you created. I like it where people were kind of, it's called Origin Stories on mm -hmm. the Discord. I'm that, not was talk, that was Gustavo's idea. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the Discord, but. If you joined our Patreon group, you would get access to the Discord, and we now have origin stories on there. Thanks, Gustavo, for the idea. And uh, I was reading uh, some folks and where they came from, and one one of them said, "I want to say it was, I want to say it was Joe, I think, who said that they are a staunch First and Second Amendment supporter, like those two above all." Mm -hmm. And I kind of agree with that because without the freedom of speech and without the right to protect yourself. Nothing else that actually matters. You can't do any of the other amendments without no, those. No, no. Yeah. There's a reason that they're first and second. Exactly. As Dave Chappelle said, you know, the yes. second one, just in case the first one doesn't work exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> I, you know, to me, the, the greatest losses of liberty happen with the, with the first and second because by losing uh, parts of either one of those, the rest also suffer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think that you, we have to, I don't want prepare is not the right word. I I just think that we have to pay close attention and make sure you're seeking out opportunities as they come up and doing your best to uh, to prepare for the situation. That's all I'm saying. I I hate the word prepare though. It's not it's not that that's the right word. I, I can't think of the actual word for it. But it's it's more so of like look on the horizon. Okay, the sun's gonna come up over there. All right, it's it's coming. The writing's on the window, okay, as they say. That's right? what they always say. Now, what's interesting, I was going through this idea in my head today because I know where your line in the sand is. And it's I with... Have, I don't even have sand. No sand. It's a line in concrete. Exactly. It's dried, it's stuck mm. there, it's never going to change. And it has to do with if someday you do obtain more firearms, if that ever happens again, you know, after losing all of those... In, yeah. the, uh, in the various boating accidents that you've had over the years uh, that left a bad taste in your mouth about deep sea fishing and exactly. things like that. Yeah. If you ever obtain them again, then you're lying in the sand as someone trying to take those away from you. Mm -hmm. And what's here's what's interesting to me. I found a paradox in this today, and we've talked about this before. As I was going through this, I know where Charlie's lying in the sand is. And a lot of people have that too. And I wonder, this is not me calling for any type of a any type of violence, of course, I would never call for that. I'm not saying that it's time to to have a revolution or anything like that. I'm just asking a question. When is it because we have these guns to protect us from a terrible, tyrannical government? And when is it that those would actually be in use? What's interesting to me is that the is that the line on that is when they try to take those guns. But if the guns would never be used for any other reasons, then the guns only exist to protect the guns <laughs> and nothing else, no other liberties, because the government takes those liberties all the time. Obviously, I'm not out there trying to trying to fight or organize a militia. I tried to organize a, a protective militia around the time that 
businesses in Nashville were being destroyed. I got a few people said that they would come help me out. My brother offered me some armor, things like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, decided that we didn't have a big enough militia and we weren't well regulated enough, you know, just couldn't (laughs) do it. But it's a it's a it creates a paradox to me because we have the guns to protect us from the tyrannical government. But the only way you'd ever use them is if the government ever tried to take the guns. And everything else is okay. I'm not saying everything else. I mean, there there's other lines, obviously. And so what I'm interested in is what I would I just see that line being crossed first. Yeah. I, you know. I guess <laughs> it's like I I just wonder I just try to I just try to ask myself, like, are we just blowing smoke every single day? You know, like, oh, hundreds of thousands of people are killed by the FDA. Uh, the 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 military's killed millions of people around the world. doing all these different things. Uh, Tens of millions of people might starve to death because of the coronavirus restrictions around the world and millions of people losing their jobs and their businesses. I'm just like, where is the line? What is it? I don't know what it is. I think think when people get to a certain point um, where they're fed up. Yeah. Another not good word. Well, when they're fed up with so many liberties being taken, they get to that point uh, where uh, where losing one's life is worth the sacrifice. Because here's the thing: the reason why I have that line drawn is because I, you know, more than likely at that point in time, I there aren't going to be enough people. Uh, I'm hoping there are, but there probably aren't going to be enough people uh, that would that would join, and so I'd probably lose. Although I don't, I, at that point in time, what I'm saying is. I am saying that it's worth me sacrificing my own life and ending up dead than going to a prison camp because that's what's next. Mm-hmm. So that that to me is worth fighting for. That's worth that's worth losing my life over. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not arguing with you. I was just asking myself today, like, what is the actual line? But if you're actually worried about a tyrannical government, where does our line actually come in? I don't know. How many times can we talk about tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people being killed by government policies before we're like, damn, that that crosses the line? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know when that actually happens. If you guys have any ideas, I promise we're not feds. So go ahead and let us know there <laughs> in the private discord. So there's a shooting that happened in mm. Colorado. Terrible shooting. I think 10 people died uh, so far at a it was at a supermarket in Colorado. A man whose name we will not say. 21 years old, has been charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder, and he was using a gun that a lot of people don't like. It's called uh, it's called an AR-15, mm. an Armalite Rifle 15, which is uh, what Charlie just purchased, actually. Well, he went to a website and it clicked buttons, and we don't know for sure whether or not he's actually mm-hmm. going to get one. No. We don't actually know. Whether or not it was a style, it was an AR style, which which uh, a lot of people are mad at me right now for pointing out the fact that AR doesn't stand for assault rifle yeah. on Twitter. That's I don't our, have I don't have any scary looking guns. No, yeah, no, they don't scare me at all. Okay, no, yeah. So there are reports. Also, uh, Clay just posted um, the the narrative is going to be tricky on this one because right after the Atlanta shooting. I was watching Twitter and there were over a million tweets about white supremacy after the Atlanta shooting because six of the people killed were Asian women in the shooting in Atlanta. And now this one happens 
And now listen, the guy's still white. I don't think Muslim is a race. That's a religion. Yeah. So the guy's still still a white guy. Okay. But what I have seen, which is weird today, are people defending this guy in a weird way, saying that it was a it was Islamophobia that led him to be so upset and pushed him to do this. Yeah. And I'm just like I, I tweeted about it too. Like the the mental gymnastics here when it comes to profiling the shooter and talking about I haven't heard anything about what the race of the people that were killed were. I yeah. assume it's probably all different races and sexes. I don't really know because that hasn't been part of the narrative yet. If you guys have looked to see, my only assumption would be that most of them were white because that's why I haven't seen anything about yeah. the race of the people that were killed. And so maybe you can maybe you can check in on that. But what actually matters here is that people were murdered, and that's a really terrible thing. What actually matters to people on the left is that an AR-15 style weapon was used, and people are going insane. Joe Biden's out there calling for a ban. Actually, I have a video here of mm -hmm. Joe Biden trying his best to get out words that sound like he's calling for a ban, but I'm not real sure uh, what all he's talking about here. Let's, let's hear from him. To urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. I got that done when I was a senator. It passed. It was law for the longest time. And it brought down these mass killings. We should do it again. We can close the loopholes in our background check system, including the Charleston loophole. That's one of the best tools we have right now to prevent gun violence. The Senate should immediately pass. Let me say it again. The United States Senate, I hope some are listening, should immediately pass the two House pass bills that close loopholes in the background check system. These are bills that receive votes of both Republicans and Democrats in the House. This is not, it should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives, American lives. And we have to act. We should also ban assault weapons in the process. I'll have much more to say as we learn more, but I wanted to be clear. Those poor folks who died left behind families that leaves a big hole in their hearts. I just, I have such a hard time listening to him speak. I just really do. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with Trump, honestly. I had a hard time listening to Trump speak. Yeah. The guy said dumb stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, Admitted, everyone, Trump said dumb stuff all the time. All the time. Really stupid things. Yeah. All the time. This one's like, more... Uh, clean your florist. Yeah. <laughs> clean your florist floors. All right. <laughs> Which, I mean, to still in his defense, <laughs> cleaning the floors in a forest... <laughs> it's not a terrible idea. ...is a way that yeah. Smokey the Bear says you can prevent florist fires. <laughs> yeah. But he said clean your florist. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it was hilarious. Now, what is the Charleston loophole? I, we're gonna have to look that up. I'm not. I did. I did for you. Okay. By the way. Thank you. Yeah. There yeah. is. There is actual. Uh, I guess this is the only loophole. By the way. So uh, by law, the FBI has to return a decision within three days. Mm. If after three days pass and they can't determine whether or not you're eligible, if there's something wrong with your data or records or anything like that, then it's at, then they leave it to the discretion of the gun dealer whether or not to sell it to you. Um, and so that ended up happening with the guy who in 2015, uh, who in Charleston, South Carolina, that's how he obtained his fire firearm. So we know of one, one mass shooting. Yeah, do we even know that this guy obtained his weapon through a loophole? Like the, it, if there would have been a proper check, then he wouldn't have got it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is a lot of times they jump on 
things that sound like solutions, but they wouldn't have actually solved the actual shooting that they're talking about. And I think that that Charleston loophole is is uh, very fair because, I mean, just think about the alternative. The, the law is that if they can't perform a background check in, in a still unreasonable amount of time, in three days, like if a government agency can't put your name through a computer within three days, then you're able to buy the firearm. If you look at the alternative to that, they could just decide that they're not going to process the background checks. Mm. Or they're going to let that back up and then they're just not going to go through it. And then you wouldn't be able to buy any firearms. That's all they'd have to do oh, yeah. if you get rid of that. Oh, we just, we're backed up. It's going to take you about a year to get this thing because we're a government agency. And that's what we do. That's literally how easy it would be. Yeah. If they get rid of that. Yeah. So, and literally it's not that big a deal. Like, uh, so, so far they can only come up with one example of where this has actually happened that it led to a mass shooting. It says in 2018, 4,240 background checks were denied uh, nationwide after the three day investigation in at least 3,900. So almost 4,000 of those cases, a gun was sold to the prohibited buyer at the discretion of the dealer. So there were a little over 4,000 that slipped through the cracks that, that didn't, that weren't returned within no, that doesn't mean that all those people wouldn't have eventually been approved to get the gun. Or they couldn't have bought it on the street. Yeah. Well, like, that's the other that's uh, the other conversation right, right. we'll have to get into is this and idea so of then, gun control is a joke in the first place. So then the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives had to go uh, retrieve these guns mm. uh, with potentially... They have diving teams? Tw- like I think 22% of the cases were... Um, uh, domestic violence, misdemeanor domestic violence... Um, so totally more than 850 guns. But then how many of those were actually used in a murder? To me, the, this, this loophole is so minuscule. Yeah. Comparatively. How about Not just, that it's wrong. I mean, people dying wrong. I, how many times do we have to say it? We're against it. I'm against death. Yeah. I'm against gun violence. I'm against poverty. I'm against old age death. I'm against COVID death. I'm against it all. Bold. So one death is too many, in my opinion. A half a death. If somebody has a heart attack and dies for five minutes and they bring him back to life, I don't even like that. That's a near-death experience. That's too much death. I don't even like near death. <laughs> I don't want to get anywhere close to it. I want death to go the hell home now. <laughs> Stop running around the world. Okay? So, so <laughs> That's so, a new group we're creating, yeah. by the way. We're anti-near-death <laughs> experiences. So um, I don't even like car wrecks, you know? I don't like anything like that. Accidents. Um, Second Amendment, Second Amendment was trending on Twitter earlier today, so that brought us all kinds of juicy Dumas tweets out there. Just real, real, real tweets that were real, real stupid. And uh, from one here, like this guy, you guys remember Brooklyn Dad Defiant? I talked about him last week. He's back? This guy's out here, got almost a million followers, and because all he does is say stupid things. And then they just get retweeted because that's what happens on Twitter. So I even tried to say some stupid things and make sure I had typos and all kinds of stuff today, today. <laughs> and it's been working. It's like our busiest day on Twitter so far. Just say stuff that people are going to like think is insanely yeah. controversial, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, Brooklyn Dad Defiant. If you just want to come out with really stupid stuff here. <clears throat> Here's I mean, I think banning AR-15s is... Uh, it's racist. It is. It is. It, it, it legitimately is. You know what's... Act- well, well I got... Let me pace myself here because I have been 
I have been researching this stuff all day. I've been entrenched in this conversation mm-hmm. for the entire day. All right. Brooklyn Dad Defiant says, the Second Amendment... <laughs> what an idiot. The Second Amendment doesn't give you the right to go and murder a bunch of people for no reason. I'm so sick of that bullshit argument. <laughs> Who is making the argument that the Second Amendment gives you the right to go murder a bunch of people for no reason? Yeah. Literally, this is that time where someone tweets, literally no one, colon, nothing, and then Brooklyn Dad Defiant, the Second <laughs> Amendment doesn't give you the right to go murder a bunch of people for no reason. No one is arguing that. What? Legitimately. <laughs> and he, like what Magoo just said, that is a bullshit argument. Yeah. Because no one makes that argument. No, I haven't seen it anywhere. This is a, and this is what people, this is what you can do on Twitter is you can craft a response to an argument that no one is making at all. And it can be really popular. Oh, yeah, I'd super disagree with people making that argument. Doesn't matter if anyone's actually making that argument at all. That is a stupid argument. And so someone responded on there too. The Constitution should only allow for the owning of guns available when it was written. That might stop most of the shootings overnight, or at the very least, limit shots to one a minute. So now we're back to this conversation of, well, they didn't have AR-15s when the Constitution was written, Charlie. So obviously the Second Amendment doesn't apply to AR-15s. Doesn't apply to any of that. No, of course not. And so I responded with, you know, I've been in this stuff all day. The Second Amendment is for you to have the right to bear the arms of the time so you can fight against the government. It is to keep the government at bay. That is what the Second Amendment mm-hmm. is for. The argument is for hunting or for protection in your house. Those are all completely false arguments that have nothing to do with the Constitution and the Second Amendment whatsoever. The Second Amendment is so you can protect yourself from the government or rise up against the government if that day might ever come to, to fruition. You when, know, when that day when that day comes possibly happens mm-hmm. and we're, we're trending towards that we're not there yet i'm not saying that we're there okay I'm not calling for any kind of violence whatsoever but that is what the second moment's for and then of course you get the responses like oh so that means you should be able to have nukes <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and listen austin austin peterson would say yes to that he'd mm-hmm. say yeah you should be able to have nukes i'm actually i don't think that you should be able to have nukes there's a pretty simple argument for that you can't use a nuclear weapon without taking away the property rights and liberties of other people in the process. Right. You cannot use a nuclear weapon without doing that. And so there would be no way that you could ever use a nuclear weapon as a citizen without infringing on the liberties of other people who are completely innocent and have nothing to do with the situation whatsoever. Shouldn't be able to use one as a government. Yeah. And so uh, just tanks. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Tanks. Tanks. Absolutely. Moabs. You can get the mother of all bombs. <laughs> Whatever you want to use where you could target the specific people and have no collateral damage whatsoever. I know that's weird because the government doesn't use that rule. Right. But that would be the only libertarian rule I could come up with is a weapon that you could discharge that would not also take the liberties away from other people in the process of using it. That, that would be my only answer for that. So anyway, let me see. Using it, and that is that argument came up in my head while I was saying that, Joe. And I I have thought about that. Using and having are not the same thing. So it's a deterrent. And so we can, you know, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time arguing about whether or not we should have nukes. Right. Uh, But that would be that would be the only uh, arms legislation that I would actually be okay with. And and I'm not saying that that's perfect. 
but it, the fact that you could not use it without removing liberty from other people means that I could make a law about that. And now you would think, well, the government has nukes, so that means you can't defend yourself against the government. You know? Well, the government wouldn't really be able to use nukes against its own citizens without destroying the government's own property, and in the process of the government using those, other countries would get involved too at the same time. They'd be like, oh, look at this crazy country. They're starting to use nukes. They're going to use them on us. Everyone hit the button at the same time. That's what's going to happen. And then we're all gone. And then we're all gone. Yeah, so what's So, like, the idea of nuclear war between the citizens and the government, Yeah. just not, it's like a conversation that we've already used too much time on so yeah. far. Now, so. look, you kind of brought this up as a dumb bleep, but I'm, this might be, like, a genius bleep. Maybe yeah. this guy is saying this, like, because it is, he's technically right. This is right. The Second Amendment doesn't give you the right to go and murder a bunch of people for no reason. I'm so sick of that bullshit argument. Because it is a BS argument, and no one's making it, but he's at, it's technically a correct tweet. Maybe he's actually playing the people here. I don't know. Now, I've seen his other tweets that are pretty bad. Oh, he's so insane. Yeah. I don't think he knew what he was saying here. <laughs> but yeah, I would like maybe that's why I got so many likes because people were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, no one's making that argument. <laughs> it is a terrible argument. Maybe. Maybe. This could classify for, for Genius Tweet of the Week. Should genius we start Tweet that? of the Week. Yeah. Maybe we could. I don't know. Do, a, do a, a contrast. We'll have to dig back through some of Trump's Genius Tweets, you know, because <laughs> it's unfair that he wasn't included in that. Um, I but, think, <laughs> no, but I'm saying, of course, the Second Amendment doesn't give you the right to go murder a bunch of people. Nothing gives you the right to murder anyone, actually. No. Not the Second Amendment, not the First Amendment, not any law, not because your daddy said so. Like, literally nothing gives you the right to murder anyone. Um, so, and, and that's because you, you uh, the only, the only way that you can take someone else's life is if your life is in danger, if you're defending yourself. Um, that's, that's the only time that that's actually, um, that that's actually correct or, <clears throat> or morally justified. Oh, so you are a pro-death, huh? I'm not. Okay. No, all right. Not. I see. I, I don't like when that happens. <laughs> another, another thing I tweeted out today that people didn't like very much. I just put out a PSA out there because I saw some people posting about uh, these AR <clears throat> assault rifles. So I just posted a, I just posted a PSA. AR stands for Armalite rifle. Armalite's the company that designed them back in the 1950s. I think um, is it a Colt bought it later in the late 50s. I, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. So I said AR stands for Armalite Rifle, not Assault Rifle. And so someone responded saying, PSA, who gives a shit? I'm tired of people being murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and so this brings us to a really interesting conversation because this person says they're not worried about what AR stands for. They're tired of people being murdered. So they want to ban AR-15s. So Charlie, going to the next article, which yes, I found it fit to bring in an article from fee.org today, Ooh. my most trusted news source, when I really need some statistics brought to me in a very clear and concise way, then I will go to fee.org. And they got a nice article because what I responded to the guy was, if you're worried about murder, banning the AR-15 is the least good you can do. Considering mm. rifles of all kinds account for like two to 3% of homicides. Right. That's not even just AR-15s. Mm. That's all rifles. That's your that's your slow ass those bolt things, action you know bolt action rifles right there lever your action. lever action your pump action mm -hmm. well I don't know if you have I don't know if you're gonna have any pump action rifles 
Is that a is that a thing? I don't, I don't know if I've I haven't seen, seen a lot of pump those. action rifles. I wouldn't say they don't exist. I'm sure I that just, they do exist somehow. So no, I would oh, say the, okay. Clay says that there are. He used to have one before he lost them in the accident. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. So Charlie, coming from Fee, are are AR-15 rifles a public safety threat? Here's what the data say. From Parkland, Florida to San Bernardino, California, Atlanta, Georgia, and Boulder, Colorado, the semi-automatic AR-15, the Armalite 15 <laughs> rifle, and its variants have seemingly become the weapons of choice for mass shooters in the United States. Perhaps it uh, really is true that AR-15, a popular firearm owned by millions of Americans, is a unique threat to public safety, so dangerous that it deserves to be banned or even confiscated by the federal government. It cannot be emphasized enough that any homicide is a tragedy. That's what we we say that all the time. It is. Not just not just homicide fee. This is any death is a tragedy for someone. Oh yeah, you added in Atlanta and the thing and the Magoo was pointing out that it, that was a that was a pistol, not an AR15. Either way. That wasn't I, in the article. It's it's not in the article. That I'm just ad-libbed. I'm I'm yeah, living ab. <laughs> but in order to get a sense of how dangerous to public safety assault style Armalite, they're not assault style. Rifles are, it's useful to compare their usage in homicide to other methods. How many murders involve rifles like the AR-15? If we take the time to look at the raw data provided by the FBI, we find that all rifles, not just assault style rifles, constitute on average 340 homicides per year from 2007 through 2017. So 10 years worth of data. When we adjust these numbers to take underreporting into account, the number rises to an average of 439 per year. Figure two compares rifle homicides to homicides with other non-firearm weapons. Believe it or not, between 2007 and 2017, nearly 1,700 people were murdered with a knife or sharp, or sharp object per year. So I'm <laughs> That's almost four times the number of people murdered by an assailant with any sort of rifle. I put the chart on the video here for people to see. Um, so what you can see from this chart right here, the blue line right there is rifles, <laughs> okay? The gray line right there is blunt instruments. So you see there's a cross right there with the blue line jumping over the gray line. Uh, this time the left is worried about that line jumping over the other line really quickly. Um, yellow, the yellow line here are hands and feet, okay? So that's something like a 700 between 2007 and 2017 and in this uh this orangish line up here all the way up there around uh, 1600 is is knives and sharp objects and sharp objects so this is this is the difference between what people get killed with now the the left is super concerned with that blue line right there and they're not actually even concerned so much with the blue line they're concerned with a very 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 small portion of the blue line because that accounts the blue line there accounts for all rifles not just ar-15 style rifles all right sorry we'll go ahead and have that yeah that does i mean it's just you people don't actually care about the murder no that's that's not the narrative that's being spun in any given year for every person murdered with a rifle there are 15 murdered with handguns 1.7 with hands or fists and (laughs) 1.2 with blunt instruments In fact, homicides with any sort of rifle represent a mere 3.2% of all homicides on average over the past decade. Given that the FBI stats pertain to all rifles, the homicide frequency of assault-style rifles like the AR-15 is necessarily lesser still. As such, firearms compose a fraction of all the rifles used in crime. 
According to a New York Times analysis, since 2007, at least 173 people have been killed in mass shootings in the United States involving AR-15s. That's 173 over a span of a decade, with an average of 17 homicides per year. To put this in perspective, consider that at this rate, it would take almost 100 years of mass shootings with AR-15s to produce the same number of homicide victims that knives and sharp objects produce in one year. Can you read that again one more time? To put this in perspective, at this rate, it would take almost 100 years of mass shootings with AR-15s to produce the same number of homicide victims that knives and sharp objects produce in one year. Mm. 100 years, 100 to 1. That's pretty crazy. So with an average of 13,657 homicides per year during the 2007 to 17 time frame, about one-tenth of 1% of homicides were produced by mass shootings involving AR-15s. One tenth. And we have to tax that one tenth of one percent. That's the thing. <laughs> Those are the ones. Point one percent. As always, that as they're worried always. about. Exactly. They're only ever worried about the one tenth of one percent. It's the point one percent. <laughs> it's the billionaires of the gun club. That's what AR-15s are. Oh, this just came full circle, folks. Once again, only worried about one tenth of one percent. Oh. Oh man. Now, listen. This is the important part of the conversation is where the person told me that they weren't worried about what AR st stood for, which it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to throw a tweet out there because I saw people calling it assault rifle 15. <laughs> I was like, that's not what it stands for. That's, okay. Nope, AR does not, not doesn't stand for uh, for assault rifle. Okay. Um, I just wanted to throw that out there. And this person says, I don't care what it's called. Now that I told them what it's called because they were wrong. They said, I don't care what it's <laughs> called. I care about the murder. And so then I responded with, no, you don't actually care about the murder. Because no. if you cared about the murder, you wouldn't be talking about AR-15s. It's a, it's, I don't, it's an insane conversation where we can have this massive public debate and a lot of people are going to be upset. The legislation is going to do nothing whatsoever, which we'll talk about here in a minute because you can't ban guns anyway. Uh, so it's going to do nothing. And, uh, and not only will you not remove the AR-15s from the streets and from people's homes, you wouldn't even take a, a, a noticeable chunk out of the murders by removing the AR-15s. So don't mm. tell me that you're worried about the murders and that's why you want to ban AR-15s because the numbers... Don't lie on this. You're worried about the scary murders that the media yes. puts all over the place. They're worried about the trending murders. Mm -hmm. They're worried about top trending murders on Twitter. Exactly. That is what people are worried about. Notice that the murders in Chicago aren't top trending murders because we've, we have now taken it on as a normal part of life, like people dying from the flu for a long time. I'm it's just normal that tens of thousands of people die from the flu every year. So it's not trending. It's not a trending topic. So people, two point, someone just posted 2.1 people every single day uh, die in Chicago from, some, from, a, from a murder. And uh, you're not worried about that because that is, that's expected. We know it's going to happen. I'm with Daisy. Why don't we just make murders illegal? You're infringing on our Second Amendment rights if you do that. <laughs> I just make it illegal, man. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then people will stop murdering each other. Or everybody wear a sign that says uh, no murders allowed on my body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just so if you just prohibited sign. Yeah, exactly. Murder. Prohibited. X through it. Yeah. Yeah. And just walk around with that. 
That way, if there is ever a mass shooting when he goes to like point the gun at you, I said he, most of the time it's a he, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what the, all these mass shooters identify as, but <laughs> if I, <laughs> that way, when they, when they, you know, point the barrel at you and they'll see the sign, I'll be like, oh, I obviously can't shoot you. Question. If the organization, if the union of mass shooters got together and decided that they were all going to decide that they identified as women, would the narrative change that women were super dangerous and that we're committing tons of mass murders around around the country? Probably. If you problem? didn't, you'd be, you'd be transphobic. Okay. Just making sure. I'm just trying to see how far yeah. this goes. Um, and, you know, the, the end part of this conversation is that Nothing that the government's going to do on this is actually going to matter when it comes to violent crime and murders. Maybe a few of these people wouldn't have been able to get a gun as easily, but even the mass shootings are not a noticeable chunk in the amount of murders that occur. They're just what a trending I don't, Here's chunk. what I don't understand. is People are saying, oh, mass shootings are going up, which is just strange because the overall violent crime is being trending down mm-hmm. for like the 20 years. Yeah, so, got real so, bad in the 80s. Yeah, so I don't understand. Like, what? How How could that possibly be? If violent crime is going down, how are mass shootings going up? It must be because uh, of the uh, them taking away some of the loopholes, I guess. Yeah, that, that's all I could come up with. Had to be. Yeah, some Still of the loopholes. And they, they uh, took away the... Uh, 60 round capacity magazine. So yeah. that's, uh, that's what it was. <laughs> they're only yeah. left with 30 now. Because they're only semi-auto and not fully auto weapons. That's what it is. That's, a, that's actually what's going on. So the uh, Todd's posting mass shootings have decreased. I'd seen that also. Yeah, these are fully semi-auto weapons. <laughs> I saw people posting about how people shouldn't be able to own machine guns. And, and now, uh, I mean, obviously I would disagree with that, but people still literally think that an AR-15 is like this gun where you pull the trigger and bullets just fly out of it. And then they think movie, you know, in a movie, you never run out of bullets, mm-hmm. except for at the most inconvenient time, Yeah, you know, just right then before you come up to the main villain and you run out in your last bullet. That's the only time you actually run out of bullets. Yeah. All the henchmen who don't have names in the script, like you've got thousands of rounds to take all those people out. Mm-hmm. No problem. So they also have this idea in their head that you just spray bullets all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not, but none of that really matters. The part that actually does matter is that you can't do anything to remove these guns. There's 500 million guns circulating in the United States. 10 million of them are AR-15s. That's the estimate. About 10 million AR-15 style weapons out there circulating. And you're not going to do anything to remove them off the market. People have them already. They drew their line in the concrete. Mm -hmm. You're not going to remove them. I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, for a long time there, actually still, the federal government... uh, doesn't want anyone to have any marijuana at all since 1937 they haven't wanted anyone to have any marijuana we had a whole drug war over all these other drugs cocaine all the all these other mm-hmm. things that people are upset about people still can get their drugs wherever they want to get them mm-hmm. have done nothing except for create a lot of violent crime around the drug war and as i say every time we talk about this the war on guns is going to be a far more deadly war that people are fighting. Mm-hmm. Like the war on drugs is super dangerous. When the product that you're trying to remove from the streets are guns, it's going to be a, a heck of a lot more dangerous for, for sure. And it's going to fail just like the war on drugs did. What's interesting, uh, it's a lot easier, though, to get in uh, 
Mexico, I can tell you that much because when I was there, um, uh, even though cocaine's illegal in Mexico too, by the way, I don't know if you know that. Is it? Yeah, it's illegal there. And uh, just about every bathroom I went into in the bar though, they were selling it. Yeah. Right there in the bathroom. How much? I don't remember. I didn't yeah. ask. You don't. You were too drunk. Yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah. You don't remember what you paid. You just, just gave him money. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is right in the bathroom, uh, and it's illegal in Mexico, by the way. But yeah, every bathroom they're just right there, you know, offering it up to you. A guy has a little fanny pack just right there on his chest, <laughs> just little baggies. Um. Well, do you have anything else on on this subject? I have one funny story, a little economic free market story to throw in here at the end for fun. Uh, you know, the but, only um, thing I would say is pay attention because they are going to do, they are going to pass some stuff and, and this is just going to keep getting worse by the way. So, uh, you know, it, to me, uh, I think we all kind of know that this is more of an echo chamber, right? We all kind of know what the government's, uh, has been attempting to do for years and they're going to keep playing out these mass shootings. They're going to keep playing out the dan- the dangerous assault rifle, you know, they're going to keep playing out all these narratives until, you know, enough people on Twitter <laughs> win the battle and they're going to pass legislation. They're going to keep passing legislation. And then you just have to decide for yourself, you know, how far are you willing to let them go before, you know, it's there's no turning back. I, I don't know. I'm that's not a call to anything, by the way. I'm not I'm you just not, say I'm just, it. I'm just saying you have to think for yourself. <clears throat> yeah. And um, and there's what's interesting is it didn't take very long for them to play this up. No, at all. No, didn't take very long. So, um, so funny story. Well, it's not really funny. It's pretty frustrating, but also, uh, it provides us with a really funny free market versus government public market conversation here. This is from CNN. The postmaster general has announced a 10 year plan, including longer mail delivery times, and cuts the post office hours. Hmm. All right, so we're going to go through some of this. They've they've announced a plan that they're going to. This is how they're going to save the post office here: longer first class mail delivery times and cuts the post office hours across the country are among the changes embattled Postmaster General Louis DeJoy or DeHoy. I don't know. Announced Tuesday as part of a ten year plan for the agency. The sweeping fifty eight page plan. Fifty eight. You could actually read that one. What? Does that mean they had to pass that one in like one second? What is that? I don't know. What does that mean? Titled, this is what it's titled, Delivering for America promises to make the Postal Service more competitive and more modern, including the new energy-friendly fleet of delivery vehicles. It includes investments in advanced packaging processing equipment, upgrades the post offices and uniforms, new technologies such as mobile devices for letter carriers, and new employee training. It also calls for dialing down delivery time expectations which it notes the system has been unable to meet over the past eight years. (laughs) It proposed changing the standard for first-class letters and flats to a five-day standard from a three-day standard. The Postal Service said that under the plan, it expects to deliver about 70% of first-class mail within three days. The need to, quote, the need to ensure reliable service while improving operational efficiency and precision requires that these standards be updated. That's going to make it more competitive. The post, listen to this. Postmaster General told reporters in a press briefing that the plan takes a holistic view of the organization and is meant to elevate our business, competitiveness, and our ability to meet the needs of the nation. We'll go. You can get two-day free shipping with Amazon. Someone. But 
the, the now the post office is going to go from three days to five days and they increase the time that it they're takes cut their get, hours at the post office cut their hours and now they're more competitive that's more competitive <laughs> just imagine a private organization announcing that this is how we're going to fix everything full imagine amazon comes out they're like you know what everyone here's how we're going to make amazon better for you your prime shipping is now going to be four days instead of two and uh, <clears throat> we just think that it's better to get to get all of our expectations in line for that. But don't worry, we're going to have a fleet of energy efficient vehicles. And it'll be uh, free shipping plus one ninety nine. Yeah. So what do you think <laughs> would happen to Amazon if they announced that that's what they were going to do? Yeah. You know, now Amazon does. Obviously, this is going to affect a, a lot of people. This is going to affect competition. And actually, it makes the competition easier. Things with UPS and, and FedEx because when you are sending packages through USPS, if they've lowered their standard and they are going to be a lot cheaper, that honestly lowers the playing field for the people who are competing against them also. So it's overall, remember, the name of this is Delivering for America. Yeah. And this is their plan to solve it. It's 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 insane to me. To where no one's going to use them. Yeah. And then they go out of business. Like just Im imagine a private business announcing that their solution was to almost double their delivery times for everyone mm -hmm. after they just get, you know, they get these big, they get bailouts. They're running huge deficits. They can't pay for themselves in the first place. I'm like, Oh, I know how we can make more money. We're going to find ways to make things uh, cheaper and we're going to deliver a worse service for everyone, but we're going to have electric trucks. So yeah. it's going to be pretty and new good. uniforms. Yeah. New uniforms and everyone, the, the delivery people, the, the mailmen and women or whatever they identify as, or they're going to have mobile devices. Because it's 2021, and this is a novel idea if you work in the government. Yeah. It's like a brand new idea. Mobile <laughs> devices, everyone. Who would have imagined such a world? Mobile no, devices. Nokia's, but still, it's, <laughs> it's a mobile. Yeah. It's a mobile phone. Crazy. Mm. Uh, and in, this is, the only reason they can do this is because they have a monopoly on your mailbox. No one else can put stuff in your mailbox. It's like federal property right there. Amazon does sometimes. No, they do sometimes, yeah. but they're not supposed to. They're the yeah. only ones that can do parcel post and deliver to your mailbox. Literally, FedEx and UPS, they, I mean, they have made a monopoly. And now, in part of their monopoly, they've announced that they're going to give worse service. Now, if you're on the left, you're super concerned about monopolies because they're going to take advantage of you and give you terrible service, and they're going to be your only option and they're going to be able to give you whatever crappy service they want to give you. you Got to break that company up. Yeah. We should break up the USPS. <laughs> Can we please do that? Can we file an antitrust suit <sighs> against them? Okay. Well, that's all I have for that. Yeah. I just thought that that was ridiculous. Yeah. So ridiculous <laughs> and hilarious. Okay. Well, we don't have to do any ads because I have perfectly cut ads that are just mm. going to flow seamlessly. We can't the do podcast. it anyway because the Patriot of the Live group would be really we upset if yeah. we talked about the class or anything. No, you don't so, want to tell them about the class. I don't want to do it. No, not about uh, joining the Patreon or anything like that. Yeah. No. I don't want to. I don't want to be less competitive. Mm -mm. I want to be the most competitive. We are competing right now. All right. Well, tell everyone to follow the show and then yeah. we'll get out of here. So, y'all, if you liked today's episode, which I know that you did, then please share the show with a friend. Share it with an enemy. Share it with a lover. Share it with a brother, sister, mother. Share it with anyone you could possibly <laughs> think of. Uh, I, we get a lot of new listeners that way. That's why we ask you all to do that, because uh, even some of the origin stories that people were saying, like, hey, 
Somebody told me about this and I haven't stopped listening since. So uh, please share it with somebody. Let somebody know that you think will like the show. And uh, they probably will because it's, uh, you know, it's definitely one of the best out there. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. about that. Top, top, top one podcast out there. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's the only <laughs> one you need, honestly. And uh, it's the most humble show uh, mm-hmm. that's ever been existed. Ever. It's ever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You do the math on it. And our and gram- then, our grammars are better than ever, all the other podcast shows out there too. Mm-hmm, yeah. So leave us that rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's how we get noticed as well. So if you do all of that, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.